the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to our show. And before we start today, I have to say a special, very special congratulations to the Betts Award winner, John Kemp. I was at the AAPD Gala in Washington, D.C. last week, and I want to tell you what, if you haven't been to that gala, shame on you, because it is fantastic. It is, of course, put on by the American Association of People with Disabilities, and Andy Imperato, my friend, just does a fabulous job, but the recipient, John Kemp, friend of ours, and so well-deserving of that award, and John my hat's off to you. You deserve it. Congratulations to you. And, you know, I have been blessed in my life by knowing some really wonderful people. I really have. And one of them is Kate Seelman, the dean at the University of Pittsburgh. But I want to mention to you, formerly the head of NIDER during the Clinton administration and really a tremendous civil rights leader across the United States. And now somehow we were fortunate and lucky enough to get her to work here at the University of Pittsburgh in the health and rehabilitative sciences area. And it is she, the great Dr. Kate Silman, who told me and introduced me at the Dick Thornburg Lecture Series to these two wonderful students in the program at Pitt. And it is such a delight for me to have Jean Ann and Veronica, students from the University of Pittsburgh, as guests on our show today. And they are the creme de la creme, the best of the very best, students with disabilities who have tremendous ability. Janine and Veronica, first of all, welcome to the show. It's a treat to have you on our show today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure of mine being a guest speaker. And I think how we'll start, and you can both answer individually, Mm -hmm. why don't you start by telling our listeners, how do you like the school here in Pitt, Pittsburgh at Pitt, and what are you enjoying most about it? And and, uh, Jean Ann, we'll start with you. Thank you, Joyce, uh, to have us in your program. Uh, For me, the school, uh, from the beginning, I like the school mission because it is uh, concentrated on health and advanced uh, rehabilitation. Uh, the school, uh, for the school, the program is good. Uh, the faculty is very cooperative with the, the with the student with disability and especially with international student. For example, when I came, my advisor, my advisor, uh, before I came, talked to me if I need help to pick me from the airport. And there are two two students who came to the airport to pick me up. Uh, in addition to the cooperative, the the school itself is accessible uh, for us as disabled people, students. We have any problem to get uh, uh, to the to the school to to use the the school well. Uh, in addition, there are many students who have disability, which uh, give me a chance to have experience about my disability as a Palestinian 
uh, person with disability and know about their disability, their challenges, and how what they have. I learn from them, and they learn from me. And even non-disabled students, because the, the, the mission of the school is for disability, they accept us as disabled people uh, and respect us. Uh, in addition, the school is concentrated to involve us in activity related to the school or in society in general. All these three zones make me feel, uh, uh, make things easy for me to deal with uh, as a far person, far from my family, to 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 live in a new a new area which is completely completely new. All this reason helped me to uh, feel more uh, more relaxed and integrate. Oh well, that is tremendous, and we're happy to have you here. May I say? Mm-hmm. And Veronica, how about you? Well, um, I find the struggle is the most um, interesting and the most uh, challenging for me. Um, before uh before i started my uh, before i started uh this program here in peace i was looking at the same program um in europe uh, so that i could be close to my home close to my home country and i unfortunately um well i was looking everywhere i was looking in germany i was looking in the united kingdom and then the netherlands and i couldn't find anything that would be so um that uh, the program that could uh, encompass um so many aspects such as uh psychological counseling a t technology uh aspects of uh a t technology and um they all the programs european universities offer uh most of them ninety nine percent i would say are of the doctoral level are uh, on the PhD level and since I applied for a master's degree and um, I was looking for a program on the master's degree I was I'm I I'm sure <laughs> that to say that I'm blessed I'm highly blessed to uh, and lucky to find the program I dreamt about here in Pitt because of uh, that program has and offers everything I was looking for. Oh, well, that's wonderful. And I know how different it is, you know, in both parts of the world that you just discussed, and that is why I think it's so fabulous with, with what is going on at the University of Pittsburgh. Um, and, and just having you there I just think is so wonderful. Maybe just so our listeners will have a little bit more of an understanding of what we're talking about. Uh, Jean Ann Barguthi, you are from Palestine. Maybe you could tell us about your experiences as a person with a disability attending the university in Palestine. What was that like for you? Uh, university, this is the, my university. Actually, when I was uh, in the secondary school and waiting for transportation to reach my home because the secondary school is in another town, in my, for my, my from my home, I I waiting this in, in front of the waiting uh, of the gate in the university, and I see the student go and come from the university. I like it was like a dream. 
I told to myself, maybe one day I will be a student in the university. Is it possible? Why not? I discuss this between my, with, with myself. And this day is come, and uh, I study in Berzette University Sociology and Minor Psychology. Uh, the, it was a great experience because besides the knowledge, uh, in the beginning it was a little bit hard to, to, to make people accept me, but the faculty was great. Also the student deal with me after a while in, as a normal person. Uh, in this time I was more independent because I haven't car accident and my spinal cord injury. Therefore, accessibility is not so important for me. But uh, we we hope in the future, Birdet University will be more accessible uh, to, to help the student, uh, disabled student, to continue their uh, study in Palestine. Their their process going to to work about this issue. Uh, I mean, the, the the it was great experience and the greatest thing that uh, I I work hard to help my family to waive my tuition to other semester. I work part time in the uh, in the end uh, in the last year uh, to to help myself I, as a disabled person. And uh, the greatest thing in Berzet University that I started this is the first time I started to uh, work on disability issue through working on uh, 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 on uh, affair uh, student office student affairs office in Berzet University to help disabled people to integrate more in the university to increase university community uh, awareness for disabled people uh, for example uh, Disabled person who have physical disability help other who have visually through reading, writing, uh, helping them to reach classes. Uh, and for I, I just uh, take a braille course just to help students with visual disability. And we are uh, doing uh, celebration and party and exhibition, which uh, help this, uh, the, the non-disabled students to know about disability and also. Uh, help the disabled people in the in the institution from this exhibition. I mean, it is it was the first uh, steps for me to start uh, on volunteer work and understand more about disability needs and disability issue. And you know, when you are going to the university there, Jean Ann, could you tell me then overall how would you rate the accessibility for someone using a wheelchair? We, uh, uh, how, how it, it is not accessible for the people who use wheelchair. That's what I mean. It's not accessible, yeah. correct? Yeah, and the people who use wheelchair, with, with sorry, they need assistance. The people who blind need assistance to study in Berzet University. So if you would be in a wheelchair or blind or deaf, you would definitely need some type of assistance in order to be able to go to the school, correct? Yeah, yeah this is right, because okay. there is steps and... And in your opinion, overall, what would you say the view is like in Palestine toward people with disabilities? Uh, the view in Palestine, it is uh, in the past, it was very hard. Uh, today, it has become changed because there is uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, work uh, for disability people comparing with the past. Uh, but it is still uh, they not they not 
see the disabled person in positive way and the the, the concept of rehabilitation is not uh, found as as it should be mm-hmm. yes i i know that some of the countries are making progress because um so you know listeners on the show um the for the award from the international day of the disabled the country that received it only a year ago was Jordan. So there is a lot going on throughout the world. But we'll talk more about that when we come back from our break with our two fantastic leaders and students, Veronica Ivanova and Janine Barguthi, students, graduate students at the University of Pittsburgh in the School of Health and Rehabilitative Sciences. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Joyce Bender, The Voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The authority in Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. This week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo, Lake Bell from Surface joins us to tell us about the show, and TD-0013, our resident stormtrooper, joins us in studio to help us talk about the sci-fi that's happened this week. That's this week on Slice of Sci-Fi with Michael and Evo. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com 
you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back, and we're talking to Jean-Anne Barguthi and Veronica Ivanova, two wonderful students, graduate students from the University of Pittsburgh, and I think we have a caller on the line. Marissa, are you on the line? Go ahead, Marissa. Hello, it's great to hear you um, you both on the show, and I think you bring a really unique perspective. And I'm wondering if you, what advice you would give to young people with disabilities who are getting ready to finish high school and move on into college and careers and other things after high school. Thank you so, uh, thank you so much. I guess it's a great question. Um, may I ask? May I, uh, may I ask it? Hello. Yes. Well, I would advise, I would encourage young people to believe in their potential and uh, to believe that um, there is nothing that would be impossible. Everything is possible if you have a strong will and determination. That's great. Thank you. And, and how about you? Do you also have a comment? You know, I, as I said, my colleagues say, Veronica, but I advise them to, to study what is good and going with their ability, with their ability and what they like, and they they shouldn't they should never give up. They they have to try keep and keep to to achieve what they want. And I would also add that we're given only one life, and we have to live this life as better as as best as we can. And Marissa, this is Marissa Johnson. Yes. And Marissa, tell everyone where you're calling in from. I'm calling from the ADA and IT Information Center in Rockville, Maryland. And I want to tell you, I've only met Marissa in person one time, but she is a dynamo, and a, and you know she is when the person that introduced me to her is Yoshiko Dart. <laughs> Um, so, Marissa, you also are a great leader in this country, and you keep up the great work you're doing. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank for calling in, Marissa. Thanks. Thank you, Marissa. Bye. And, you know, I would have to agree with Jean Ann and Veronica. When I say uh, to also respond to the question that Marissa asked, I tell people you've got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to believe in your ability. You've got to invest in you and remember that it is you that you have to invest in and move forward. That determination and perseverance that both of these young women spoke about is so important when you're moving through life, especially if you are a person with a significant disability. And, Veronica, as a person with a disability, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about how difficult it was for you at the Department of Law at Moscow State Linguistics University under the Russian Federation. What was that like for you? Well, in the very beginning, it's, uh, it was very difficult and was uh, challenging as well. Uh, the university belongs to the so-called Ivy League. It, was, it is one of the most prestigious universities in Russia. And as such, uh, it um, at that time, it didn't have any policy as to accepting students with disabilities. At least I was the only one who was visible in the university, at the university. And, um, yes, 
uh, we they did have uh, disabled students, but 99% of them were students by uh, they were called students by correspondence. That meant that they were um, uh, they um, attended uh, well. They did not attend classes at all. They came to the university only once or twice a year just to um, take exams or uh, participate in seminars. That's all. Mm-hmm. And um, since I was the only one who was uh, visible, mm-hmm. they, um, the very beginning, they tried to tell me out of the idea of um, uh, embarking on that program because... Um, the main um, idea behind the rationale uh, behind was that it is not uh, the university is not accessible at all. And how would you handle the stairs? How would you uh, handle all that inaccessibility in the university? But um, behind them, behind that uh, message, I guess they just did not want someone that would. Um, Kind of spoil or change their image as an Ivy Ivy League university. Um, the first uh, couple of years, I should admit and confess, were pretty much difficult for me, especially um, for my family, because they have um, uh, they had to help me. My my mom helped me a lot. Uh, my classmates, my groupmates helped me to carry me up and down the stairs. Um, by the end of the... Um, I started for six years. I started six years, and I graduated with two um, degrees, one in English language and uh, the other one in Russian civil law. And uh, in Russian civil law, um, the, dip- the diploma I got was cum laude, cum laude diploma. Wow. And um, by the time I graduated, um, the university, for some reason, started changing their attitude, their policy towards students with disabilities. For example, uh, my uh, department got a new building, and that building was completely accessible. And I'm just, well, I'm assuming that it was a result because of my visibility, because I was the first one who was visible. Because, yes, your disability is visible, right. Yes, and yeah. I, and I uh, well, I wasn't isolated from other, stu- from other, stu- other students, and I integrated, I contacted, uh, interacted with other students uh, without any disabilities as anybody else would do. Right. Well, and I mean both of you, I think it is incredible how much you have accomplished. Um, and I'm so impressed with both of you. As anyone, anyone listening to this show, let me tell you what, here are two hot students to go after, these two right here. Uh, and I want to ask you, um, Jean Ann and Veronica, Something that impressed me is that you have been able to come from countries that, you know, are not 
accessible as the United States and some European countries are. You have been able to, against all odds, have an incredible academic success and then come here to the United States and continue on in such a successful fashion. But there are many others who are not successful being able to do that, uh, you know, who have not been able to overcome their situation and obstacles due to their disabilities. My question is, why do you think you both have been successful when others have not? Well, we'll start with you, uh, Jeannie Ann. Why? Uh, I think disability itself sometimes uh, creates two sides, two sides in the person. Either he chooses to isolate it in the from the society or he chooses to face. I think I choose to face this, to, to face the the society to challenge to to struggle. Uh, maybe it is harder to face, but for a long time you will have achieved a lot of things. I mean, the disabled person motivation is very important. Besides other factors, for example, I can't deny my family role roles, which they uh, also they are non-educated. My parents non-educated. Uh, they are from modest economical situation, but they never stop me from education. They still pay for me as they can. And maybe another people who is uh, more, uh, their situation is better, I mean economical, and their daughter has a disability, but they stop their daughter because they not believe the necessity of education for women or not believe uh, the, the the importance of education for disabled people because they see them they couldn't do anything. But if also all this situation, I appreciate my parents' role because even other blame them. They never told me to stop education. And also there is another the negative uh, view of society sometimes push the disabled person to challenge. He start to think to be or not to be to prove himself and uh, but not I couldn't say all the city is negative uh, some people don't know don't understand I mean Palestinian society is very sympathy is very kind is very simple people they are very cooperative but they don't understand the needs and the value of disabled people they they treat him sometimes good but with very pity which is insult disabled person or sometimes hard and in this society also there are many positive uh, things like people who understand my worker colleges my boss in the work support me a lot in with my disability because they understand this and they also the Ford Foundation uh, when when she when Ford Foundation encourage people with disability to apply for the scholarship, this is positive thing because they believe they have abilities. The, the people who work with Ford Foundation, I mean East Office in Palestine, they support me a lot in this scholarship. And uh, I mean there are many uh, things depend on the person with disability and the environment who lives in. Well, and that is tremendous what happened with the Ford Foundation um, and I do think your parents and family had a lot to do with it because obviously you believe in yourself 
And, you know, as you said at the beginning, you make a choice in life, and the choice you made is, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to be successful. And when we come back from break, we'll get advice and words from Veronica. But right now, we're going to go to break for a minute. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what's in your future? Why you are the way you are? Or what your dreams really mean? Then tune in and call in to The Jackie Marie Show with professional psychic Jackie Marie. With over a reported 90% accuracy in her psychic predictions, Jackie Marie answers your questions on psychic phenomenon, dream interpretation, numerology, astrology, hypnosis, recognizing your own psychic gifts, and so much more. Along with her co-host, Alan Richard, Jackie also provides her psychic insight on celebrities, politicians, new items, and a mystery of the week. That's The Jackie Marie Show, broadcast every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern, on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. Whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Spender. 
And welcome back. And if you just tuned in, we're talking to Jean Ann Barguzzi and Veronica Ivanova, students attending the University of Pittsburgh who are working at the School of Health and Rehabilitative Sciences in the graduate program, working with the great Dr. Kate Silman. And we are so excited to have them on the show. And when we went to break, Veronica, the question I had been asking prior was, uh, you both have been very successful in your academic career, but many, many others have not. As a matter of fact, even here in the United States, many high school students with significant disabilities do not graduate from high school. And yet, look what you two from Moscow and Palestine, what you have overcome and how successful you've been. Why do you think that is with you? Well, I believe the reason is it's because of the combination of self-determination, family support, and stubbornness. <laughs> yes, yes, stubbornness. Um, in, my case, uh, in my case, I would first of all highlight the huge support from my family. I got from my family. I'm coming from a we're a highly educated family. For example, my mom is, holds a degree in uh, space engineering. She, um, she was a space engineer over, um, over 20 years. Then, uh, she, uh, sacrificed her career. She, uh, so, uh, she devoted her career, uh, to me. She devoted her life, uh, to me, uh, to let me, to have me, uh, get, uh, education, high, uh, high education and to be, um, financially independent. That was here primarily, my, my parents' primarily goal. To have me financially independent. And, um, the stubborn, the reason why I mentioned stubbornness was that even though your family is very supportive, even though your family, um, Provides you uh, with conditions allowing you to move on, but unless you don't feel like moving on, unless you don't wish uh, make any changes in your life, uh, all those efforts would be useless. Mm-hmm. And um, I so uh, well, I have lots of friends and acquaint uh, people I know. Um, where uh, parents were supportive, um, they tried to um, help their children, their disabled children, as much as they could, but yet uh, the young disabled people themselves did not feel very well motivated uh, to move on, to... uh, to try to succeed, to try to re, uh, to try to succeed academically, and um, another problem, in well, uh, in speaking about academic success, I would um, highlight one problem is that, um, for example, in Russia, uh, even though you are very well educated, um, that does not guarantee you uh, employment. Correct. So many uh, families give up uh, education for their disabled children, uh, for their disabled children, just because 
they don't see um, right future in terms of employment for their children. They may invest, they may make huge investment, um, but nobody knows if it will be paid off or not. Um, also, well, uh, in addition to my family support, I would also highlight and um, say very warm words about the Ford Foundation International Fellowships uh, Program that uh, allows the people. That program, I would say, is maybe the um, only one that does not uh, see disability as an obstacle uh, for uh, pursuing education, for getting higher education, uh, for feeling yourself um, uh, sufficient, independent, and um, uh, that the beauty of that program is that it allows people from different backgrounds, from uh, different parts of the world to reach uh, the dream they have. It actually, it's all about the dream. If you have a dream, and if you have enough um, determination, and you would have support, you would definitely make it through. You've got to have that dream, Veronica is talking about. You've got to have that dream. I agree with you, Veronica, and your stubbornness paid off because you are such a delightful young woman. And, Veronica, I want to mention, that was a very good point you made Mm -hmm. about how some parents would not want to invest in children's education with a significant disability because they don't feel the child would gain employment. That is a very good point. Um, And that is why anyone listening to the show today, especially parents, remember, don't lower the bar. Raise the bar. Don't lower the bar. Um, I want to tell you, ladies, that we have had many questions. Also, email to us. Here is just one from uh, Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and this question is for both of you ladies. Congratulations mm-hmm. for being on the show. Thank you. My question you. is, what elements will you take with you as you continue your international work, and what information do you hope to share with your colleagues regarding a world view of disability. And I'm going to read that one more time. This question was emailed in to Jean Ann and Veronica. What elements will you take with you as you continue your international work? And what information do you hope to share with your colleagues regarding a world view of disability? Uh, shall I start or what? Yes, go right ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I learned from here uh, either from academic experience or uh, from uh, the USA environment how it uh, works for disability people. For example, maybe if I back to Palestine, I can do, when I said, sorry, I can, I not mean I because we have to work as a team in Palestine. With disability, with general disability union, with the people who make policy, uh, maybe we can make a living independent center like uh, like uh, what made in the school. And uh, 
the information I talk about really the uh, accessibility in USA. I like the accessibility which make disabled people to integrate in the society and uh, be productive people and independent instead be dependent and isolated in their family house. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, yeah, that would, and that would be wonderful if you could take that with you. How about you, Veronica? Well, I would take uh, the first message I would take, the first element I would take is not pity. Is what? No pity. No, that's good. And that's the key uh, to understand the whole concept of attitudes and policies uh, developed uh, towards the disability, disability issues. Um, I would start with... Um, with this concept, and um, I would also take um, the notion of um, believing and uh, accepting the potential of people with disabilities, and believing in their advantages and their huge, huge potential. And uh, I wouldn't uh, divide, well, probably my Third notion, of, I don't know, the, uh, the next element of notion would be try not to do, try not to divide the world, uh, the society into uh, people with disabilities or without disabilities, because everyone has potential, and it's just a question of if um, any has a chance to achieve to fulfill that potential. Yes. And it cannot be related to uh, disability. It's not an issue of disability. It's well, an issue of uh, uh, it's an issue of belief and the issue of self esteem. Veronica and you both are so impressive. I wanna ask you a question for one moment. Veronica, what what do you hope to do when you graduate? Well um I'm hoping to establish um, one-stop uh, rehabilitation center in Moscow. The center would, uh, that would provide the whole area um, of uh, services such as psychological aid, um, services um, on assistive, uh, assistive devices, on uh, select and uh, select and appropriate uh, assistive devices. Uh, the center, well, it's my kind of um, long-term vision as for, uh, it's my short-term vision, as for long-term, I'm hoping to initiate a movement, at least a movement, um, on vocational rehabilitation of disabled people mm-hmm. in Russia. And how about you, Jeannie, and what do you hope to do when you graduate? Uh, I have two. I have uh, two hopes. I I have two two hopes. I I would like to work on two levels. I believe that many many disabilities are cured by the human, either by political uh, as a result of political situation and uh, human violence, and also because many uh, people not. Awareness enough about cause disability like genetics and the close marriage. We can limit disability number by uh, increase awareness for the people by making a lot of places that examined 
people before they marriage if they have something genetic they can avoid uh, this another level how much we try to limit the disability we cannot prevent it at all all right well you know what just hold on one minute there Jeannie and we'll be right back to finish with these two dynamos you're listening to Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com we'll be right back Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race star. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And if you just joined us, we have had a wonderful show today with Jean Ann Barguthi and Veronica Ivanova. And whenever we had to go to break, I was asking Jean Ann a question, which I'm going to ask her again. And that question was about uh, an email question, which was, what elements will you take with you as you continue your international work? And what information do you have to share with your colleagues regarding a worldview of disability? And, Jeannie, and what were you saying about that? No, I, I just saying that uh, I like to work on two levels to decrease the disability number because I believe many disabilities came from uh, human uh, 
either as avoidance or a close uh, relative uh, marriage. Therefore, the people need to be more awareness about these causes, and we can work to spread the peace between people to avoid violence, and also we can work through uh, make uh, examination easy and available for for people to avoid genetic problem. But how much we try to uh, to limit this the number of disability, we cannot prevent it at all because this we need to work with disability people to make things uh, easier for them, to help them to integrate more in the city through creating accessible environment, uh, through creating a school, school easy to go to school, to the university, to, the, to public places, uh, to counsel them, to find a good job with going with uh, their abilities and, and uh, society needs. Uh, by this way, we can help them integrate in the city. Well, that would be wonderful, and that is such a wonderful thing that both of you want to do. I do want to take a moment, Jeannie and Veronica. You are part of a very prestigious program at the University of Pittsburgh working with uh, Dr. Kate Silman, former head of NIDER in the Clinton administration, and with Dr. Cliff Brubaker, another phenomenal individual uh, that has helped this country so much. Why don't each of you take a moment and tell our listeners about the program and specifically what you're doing right now at Pitt? And Veronica, we'll start with you. Okay. Now, I I was enrolled. I was accepted in the program in August 2004, and um, by this time, um, I have already uh, done two internships uh, last summer. Um, um, I'm. Um, well, I'm enrolled uh, in the program of uh, on rehabilitation uh, rehabilitation counseling, and that uh, program uh, uh, looks at uh, provision of counseling services for people with disabilities, mainly counseling services uh, for people with disabilities, and um, as such, um, um, I have completed. I have done two internships last. Um, by this time, last summer I, was, I did. Um, at the same time, I did internships. Uh, one in the one in the um, focusing on assistive uh, technology in the community college of Allegheny County. I was actually uh, teaching a group of. I was teaching a software specifically designed for students with learning disabilities, um, and I was teaching. Um, a group of uh, four or five uh, young students, uh, fresh um, freshmen, I guess they were college freshmen, and uh, that was very exciting for me. It was because I had not been exposed to teaching before, and um, uh, the second um, the second uh, side was. Uh, very interesting for me in terms of knowledge and experience I got. Uh, that was in the Center for Independent Living, uh, Three River Center for Independent Living in Wilkinsburg. And I'm planning to use that model that offers uh, the center uh, for provisions uh, for provision services for people with disabilities um, coming back in Russia and Moscow. I'm trying to implement that model in Moscow. 
Yeah, we have to tell John Lancaster, who Kate also knows very well about you. He's the head of all the independent living centers in the United States. And you certainly are, I'm sure he'd be very proud to hear, you know, to hear what you've been doing. And how about you, Jeannie, and how about you? Uh, I am new in the program because uh, I uh, I started my program at uh, August 2005, and I finished just my first semester uh, and started my next semester. Uh, I am took few many classes uh, such as counseling and advanced counseling and rehabilitation foundation. I started to have a good experience about uh, rehabilitation and counseling for disability people, and in the future I will take. Uh, Another English courses and besides the the courses related to the program and the uh, uh, practical ship and internship and this thing. Veronica more experience because she is before me. Well, you two have accomplished so much in your life already, but I have to ask you this question: What would you say, Jeannie? And what are you the proudest of at this time in your life? I think I'm proud that I am also the political and social uh, difficulties and as a person with disability in my country, I uh, reach my USA to continue my graduate study, especially for disability people. I think also I am proud that I am uh, in a great program uh, with uh, a great presenter, Disability Matters with Joyce Fander. Oh. Something I am proud with in this moment. <laughs> Well, I'm very proud to have you on the show. Let me say that. Very proud. Thank you. And how about you, Veronica? What are you proudest of? Well, I'm proud of what I have achieved and what I have done by this time. I'm proud of um, being of being a very happy person. Um, proud of um, uh, being able to open up my potential. Been um been surrounded by excellent people, and uh, I'm also on the top. And above all, I'm I'm proud to be part of the part of this program of this um great the most comprehensive program on on uh, rehabilitation counseling. It's also it's part of my dream. What I, what I was dreaming now is coming, is slightly coming true. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I do with all of our guests, every guest on my show, I ask them, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? And Jeannie, and you go first. How about you? Uh, I would like to, to say that uh, I, I hope that we are a good uh, and nice guest for our listener. And uh, I suppose that I also want to send a greeting over the radio to to lovely people in Palestine and our listeners everywhere. And uh, I want to, I suppose that we have two groups of listeners, the people with disability and the people without disability. For those with disability, I would like to tell them, uh, never give up, keep it trying. Even if you achieve slowly, it will be big. I know they work hard. And uh, I would like to tell them, I, I always believe in the wisdom that said to candle one, uh, to light one candle is better thousand times to uh, curse the darkness. And don't, don't let anybody to blow this candle. Just keep on. To, uh, 
to people who have a disability, also they, their support is important. I want them to understand disabled people and help them to integrate to disability because everyone have a chance to be disabled in one time. And especially those families who have disabled uh, children, they have to, they, they, it is important to support their children because family is the basic unit and if the family not accept the person, how the society will accept him? The family is the first step to accept them. And we, we shouldn't forget many, many disabled people in the world who are, who was great. For example, from Egyptian, Taha Hussain, he is a big literature and he is blind. Beethoven, who is, have a hard hear environment and he don't listen to his music, all the world listen to his music. I mean, if the disabled people have a chance, just a chance, not pity, uh, they will be a beautiful and a great people. Well, you can see what a great leader this one's going to be. How, how about you, Veronica? What message do you want to leave with our well, listeners? Well, I would like to leave two brief messages for our listeners. The first one, unless, if you're not tried, you'll never succeed. And the second one is hope. I hope um, that is something that should die, is the last thing that should die. Well, let me tell you what. I enjoyed having both Veronica Ivanova and Jean Ann Barguthi from the University of Pittsburgh as guests today. And if you want to contact them again, just get in touch with Joyce Bender at disabilitymatters.com and we will make sure that we get in touch with them. Remember, Disability Matters at VoiceAmerica.com. And before we go, we always end with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. And today it is the Betts Award winner, John Kemp, who said, When I returned home crying about the poor treatment and teasing I received at school, his father would say to him, John's father, Hey, who has the handicap here, John? Is it you who were born and live with your disability? Or is it those who won't accept you because of it? Isn't that the truth? Jean Ann and Veronica, thank, thank you, you so for much. being with us. Thank, thank you, you so much. Us. Thank you very much. And you too will be fantastic leaders in our fight in this world for equality for people with disabilities. And to the rest of you and all my listeners, this is Choice Bender, America's Voice on VoiceAmerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.